Hey guys, welcome to Thursday Night. Tonight, we are going to be discussing how much of the price of your whiskey goes towards the marketing of that whiskey. Uh, we've also got some scotch in the news. Dr. Scotch is gonna to talk to us about the industrial process for blending scotches and keeping products consistent. We're gonna have a great show, lots to talk about. Stick around, we're coming at you. Hey guys, it is Scotch Fordham. Four guys on a Scotch journey to help you with your next Scotch purchase. I am Drew. I'm Andrew. I'm Sean. And I'm Mark. And tonight we're going to be talking about Johnny Walker Blue and our re-review yeah, of the Johnny Walker Blue. A re-review. Re-review. Back it up. When, when did we originally review? Like four years ago. Yeah, it, it had been a little bit of time yeah. in between, betwixt the uh, reviews. Johnny Walker is a pretty big, Johnny Walker Blue is a pretty big popular scotch out there. I mean, like, you, you, you talk to anyone that knows scotch or doesn't know scotch, but knows just enough about scotch and goes, Johnny Walker Blue is the, is the best out there. It's well, the, it is what blended from our finest whiskeys. I think <laughs> that, uh, number one, they've done an excellent job of marketing their scotch as a premium brand. Right? Yes, it is. Number two, I think that the thing that helps them the most is most people are not going into the liquor store and buying premium scotches or the scotches that they know about are not being purchased that way. Mm -hmm. They know it's a premium scotch because they saw it at a bar or a restaurant, a nice a restaurant, a high end place. And this was the most expensive thing on the list. And that was what they purchased. Right? And it's behind the counter at a liquor store. But from a restaurateur's perspective, this is an easy one to buy. It's not going to break your bank. Everybody knows it, so you're going to sell it. And it commands a premium price. Nobody's going to question, you know, when you're selling it for a ridiculous amount of money for a glass. Uh, you know, I mean, I got bills to pay, too. Come on. Yeah, but the markup <laughs> is, is, is damn good, I would think, for a, a bar owner on, on Blue. Yeah. I mean, because you, you, you buy a bottle at, at wholesale, probably, or some kind of discount, I would think, and then you can return, sell a glass. I mean, what's, what does what an average glass of John Walker Blue go for? The average markup for any, any liquor, uh, you're, you're looking at around five times whatever I paid for it. Okay. But even more so on the higher ends, I would say. I mean, well, I've seen Johnny actually, Walker Blue thirty-five to fifty dollars a, a it, dram. It really depends on your market. Yeah. So part of it is if you're in a if you're in a higher end market where nobody's if it's all corporate accounts and nobody's paying the bill anyway, then you're going to kind of true, true, true. You're going to charge a little bit of premium. If it's a you know it's a restaurant in a downtown area where they've got to pay rent, you know that's that's pricey and their clientele that's coming in is you know, a, all way. business clientele, then yeah, they're probably going to stick it to you a little bit. If you are in a residential area, you may yep. drop down your premium price tiers a little bit and take a hit on them because most of the stuff that you're selling is your lower end stuff and you're making your money on that. Yeah. Well, you're going to make, I mean, you but you're still charging for it. Don't get me wrong. So how many drams are you getting out of a glass? Uh, 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 well, 750, you get, it's like 25.6 ounces. Let's just say 25. All right. So I'm just trying to see how much money. So is that a two ounce pour or one ounce and a half pour? What did you say? A bunch of glass. That, that is average. Fifty-five ounces. No, but how, what that's a nice markup. 
I mean, ounce and a ounce and a quarter what, is usually quarter? what I. What do you what think I a, a, a bar is paying for a bottle of this? What are you paying for a, it? A seven fifty of Johnny Walker Blue. Uh, I mean, you're not. You're still not getting a huge discount, right? No, I mean it's still up to be there. honest. There's some stuff that I'm like, I get this cheaper at the liquor store. <laughs> I, I would imagine well, because they, well, right? they buy in bigger volume, right? Right. So I mean, if you're in a if you're in a big volume, pricing is weird. Like liquor stores get a different pricing structure than restaurants because restaurants aren't buying in quantity like liquor stores. So if if you have like a, a local liquor store chain, they're they're buying in quantity, quantity right? Right. Like they're buying pallets of stuff. A restaurant, you know, I mean, like when I worked at my previous restaurant, right. I, I was buying stuff, you know, I, I might buy a 10 case lot of like, you know, maybe a, a liquor that I went through a lot, like, you know, Captain Morgan, yeah. for instance, or a Bacardi. Right. I might buy like 10 or 20 cases of that at a time. But scotch, I'm still just buying a couple of bottles, maybe. Maybe if it's like a, a lower tier, like a maybe like a Glenfiddich or something, Johnny like Black, like that yeah. entry level that I sell a bunch of. Maybe I buy a case of it and it, it lasts for a while. But you're not really getting a price break at that level. Um, okay. So I mean, it, it's basically what you're going to pay at the liquor store. Okay, you know? let's just call it that. Two hundred fifty bucks is what there you, you paid for it. At fifty dollars a dram, it's a twelve hundred fifty dollar bottle. So you're making a grand on that bottle. Now, well, mind you, you had to sit on it. For timing a, though, a how, long how, time. how many people are going to buy? How fast do you you're sell? Not, that's what I'm gonna, saying. Yeah. Well, and that's why you would buy something like this versus something like so, you well, know, Vinny fourteen. Yeah, well, think premium. You oh, know what okay. I mean? So like, like Delmore, Delmore King Alexander. Yeah that's going to sit on the shelf for a long, a long time because nobody knows what it is. Right. Now, occasionally you're going to get a, a scotch aficionado that walks in the door and is like, wow, they got King Alexander? I'll take a glass of that, right? right? But the blue is going to be recognized by people that are not scotch drinkers but want to appear classy. Right? <laughs> like a commercial. I look classy. How much is your boat? <laughs> exactly. I don't want to pay for it with money. I want to... Pay for I want to dance. <laughs> Which, like, that's an awesome marketing piece. I well, mean, I mean, I, it, it's, it does what it's supposed to do. It, makes, do you, it makes you remember something and associate Absolutely. it with Johnny Walker Blue. I mean, I watched both of those wager videos, and they're very well done. And I watched it from beginning to end because I wanted to see where the story was going. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, <laughs> they can afford to pay for it. I mean, you know yeah. those are million-dollar commercials. I mean, oh, yeah. So, well, but, and that kind of is, is the thing. You know what? Johnny Walker Blue has a prestige level yeah. that is associated with it. And whether the whiskey is lives up to the hype or not, most people that buy it, you know, don't drink it that often and don't know the difference anyway, right? Like they're drinking it for the status. They're True. not drinking it because they necessarily enjoy it. Well, yeah, you know, it's funny because um, Ron White, the comedian who was in the blue collar comedy, he would drink Johnny Walker Blue on the rocks on stage every show. Uh, he had a bottle. But a that's probably bottle. a shtick for him, too, though. It is. Is it really something he likes? Well, well I mean, he's drinking a couple glasses. It's not that point. It, acting and he, he didn't, persona. He, I read an, an, something about it. He also used it as a timer. Oh, yeah. That's how he timed his bit. Okay, so he knew what glass he was on. He knew where, you know, how, how much time. Because he knew how long it took him to have one of these guys. So he used it as not just a prop or... A good whiskey to drink while you're working, but as a timer. But, but, but he used Johnny Walker Blue. Yeah, but he used that. Uh, well. He could have used black. He could have used anything. I do but the same thing Walker every Blue. Thursday. Hey, so let's <laughs> let's back up for a second, guys. Okay, so people are asking how good it is etc. Let's let's talk about the whiskey. Yeah, okay. Let's talk about what Let, it is. That sounds good. And we so our review on this one. So 
reversing back. It's been four years. We did it again. Um, first impressions, I, we all agreed that it was it was good. It was it was extremely smooth. It had some good points to it, but I think we all also agreed that you know price for what you're getting for this. Uh, I don't know. Pretty, pretty pretty expensive for what you're getting in the bottle, but still, it was good. And I don't know what we gave it a long time ago. I don't know if it went up or down. I still haven't it looked at it. It was pretty close. It was pretty close, I think. Maybe half a difference. Okay, so we're kind of consistent, yeah. maybe? With that one, I think we're more consistent. I'll have to look consistent. at the numbers. But still, I mean, it didn't blow me away, but it was, it was a good... I can see why someone would like this, because it's a very... It's a fine. I don't want to whiskey. say smooth, but it is. I it's mean, a it's, really fine whiskey. It's it's subtle. It's smooth. It's very approachable. Balanced. It's all that. It, 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 there's nothing. For the ABV wow. especially. It's not going to scare anybody away. Yeah. There's right. no wow. There's no like. There's no flavors that that mm -hmm. might, like you said, scare people away. I, too much smoke. Too much anything. I, I think it is a whiskey, whiskey that is. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. It is a whiskey that is mass produced. And intended to be consumed by a wide audience. Mm -hmm. Sure, but I think that it's obvious when you when you taste it and you roll it around in your mouth. It is a very high quality product. It's a very good whiskey. Mm -hmm. There's you know this isn't half-assed done. Um, nope. Price point, I don't know if it's worth that or not. Uh, yep. You know the scoring, getting into scoring, I don't even know if we were close to before to what we are now. Um, I think we were fair to it. I don't think we beat it up. I mean, I no, think we yeah, called it, it the way we saw it. It's smokier than I remember. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's no, funny no, you, you mentioned that. I Now that we we're getting into these re-reviews, um, I've been thinking about just doing a one-off review. Where I kind of throw the camera up down in my own bar and talk to the camera and, talk, and, right, and really get into what goes into reviewing a whiskey, you guys. I mean, honestly, it you, you got to get yourself ready for it. We sit down to review, you know. Who knows what you had for lunch today or what kind of day you had. You started yours out this way. You ended yours this way. I, Who knows? I mean... You have one you, video on that. Well, but you... Exactly. <laughs> so you review something today and then you come back tomorrow and review it and your perception can, can totally change. Mm -hmm. um, one of the comments that somebody had put up... Can um, you pull it up? Um, no, not that comment. Okay. Uh, I'll, there was a different comment, though, that someone was talking about our... Do we think that since we, we've rated it different on the re-review, do we think we changed or do we think it changed? And I answered it and said I, I way more of our change than, oh, sure. than the, the whiskey change. I mean, change. you, no you doubt. change day to day and your palate changes over time. Like It just does. Absolutely. Um, you know, it, you can taste anything, not just whiskey, but anything. A couple years down the road, if you haven't had it for a while... And it could be like the best meal you've ever had. You have this picture in your mind of, you know, how awesome this meal was. And you cook the exact same thing the exact same way two years later. And you taste it and you're like, man, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I mean, that's fine. I mean, your, your palate is going to change. Deep Everybody's... I like that. Everybody is going over. That might be a new skit. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Thanks, actually. Porter. Deep thoughts of Mark <laughs> Brain's right. already going. But, I mean, honestly, we, our palates have evolved in four years since sure. we touched this guy before, right? Yeah. I mean, um, our perceptions of w what we think scotch is has changed. I mean, mm -hmm. everything's changed. And now you can bring that comment up, though. Well, I mean, to be to, to your point, I mean, we four years ago, we knew about 20 or 30 scotches. And sure. We had about that many. Well, we, we thought we'd be doing this, what, two years? And we'd hit all the distilleries. In two weeks. We, really talk about about we thought we were going back to pitching darts on Thursday nights. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks will be done. Yeah. But now we've had we 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 know there's a wide variety, and we've had we've had a luxury of having a bunch of different types. So we know 
certain things to look for now. So yeah. have, has our palettes changed? Absolutely. And we and we're also like, where's that experience? I want that experience again. So sometimes you're looking for that scotch. It's not just about the taste. It's about what else am I going to get from this? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right? But so this comment, I, I really appreciated what this guy said. All right, let me pull it up here. Pull it up and put it on the screen and read it. So I. Are you going to read it, Andrew? Mm -hmm. It was an exceptionally balanced and smooth whiskey. Long before the vast array of bold and flavorful whiskeys we have as option nowadays came into the picture. It's always done what, was, what it was meant to do. Right. So when, when I think about right. how did Johnny Walker Blue get to this status where they can That's command a $250 yeah. price tag per bottle, right? And if for a $40, I mean for a 40 ABV blend, how can they get away with doing this? They didn't just wake up today and say, ah, you know what, let's start charging 250 bucks for this. People will pay for it. They, they built themselves up to this. Yeah. So how did they get away with it? Why did they do it? Let's back up 30, 40, 50 years ago. There wasn't a bunch of these big, bold, single malts that are 30, 40, 50 years old that we're all in love with. Everything was no, they were, they were right. big cherry bombs. Exactly. Or, yeah. and, and they did it better than everybody else yes, at the time. Did. And so they climbed up to the top there, and that's where they sit. But now the, the scotch industry's changed. We're all into these single casks. We're into single malts. We're in, you know, there's all kinds of different things now. And so we, we all question why they belong. Well, they belong because they were here before the rest of us, I guess. King of the mountain, man. Right. You know, I was just going to say, they paved the road. They own the road. I mean, they basically own it. Right. Now, King of the hill. I still think, I stand, we all agree that it's overpriced. <laughs> Uh, yeah. it, it is, it is. I mean, and part of that goes back to our topic we'll get into in a little bit. But it's it, some of this is because they've they've been able to make it pretty. I I I, yeah. I don't know if I would say that it's overpriced per se, because I'm not sure exactly what's in the bottle. That's a good point. But I will say that it is a, a premium price, and yes. I think that as long as it, it's it's supply and demand. As long as somebody's willing to pay for it, it's not overpriced. Well, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely <laughs> right about that. Didn't you say there's like whiskey in here that's supposed to be like at forty years? Twenty five to forty year old is what you're what you're told, yeah. right? So if that's truly the case, when the price isn't that bad. Now, a lot of people in the comments made comments to the other versions of blue. Okay, so this We're is your, talk about this that. is your standard yeah. offering of, of John oh, Walker yeah, the blue, coast, right? Coast, yeah. Well, there's um, somebody already tonight the in the rat. comments made uh, that they've got a, a cask strength Johnny Walker blue. Would love to try that, by the way. Um, that's different. That's not even See, the special. By uh, See, is Bob, Bob really? Yeah, he's got really. uh, no excuse. Bye, Bob. Anyway, that's not even the, the ghost and rare, you know, Brora or ghost and rare. That's not the, the special stuff. That's just a cast strength version of it. Mm -hmm. So what else is there? There's the years. There's the year of yep, the rat. Yep. There's, the year, there's the year of the monkey, I think. The year huh? of the pig, maybe? Yeah, there's, there's a couple different Blues? ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And then you got the ghost and rares, and there's different versions of that as exactly. well. Exactly. So uh, those get into even higher prices, but maybe... They're salty. Duly warranted, though. Some yeah. of the comments uh, on the video said, some, uh, like, when a guy like Cato, okay, we haven't seen him around on live in a while, but we all respect his, his whiskey knowledge, his scotch he knowledge, knows, right? Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. He collects a lot of scotch. He point blank said in his comments, he said, you know, the 40 ABV regular stuff, nah. But now you get into the ghost and rare, well worth it. And I was like, well, that, that carries some weight coming from him, to, you know, to say that, because he mm -hmm. spent a lot of money on scotch. 
We did try Ghost once. I know yeah, that. Yeah, we did it with I've, I've, I've tried it a couple of times, and I can tell you that I'm not spending 400 bucks on no. it. No. It didn't impress me that much. But I, but I, I'm, and it's, you know, I'm going off memory. That, and that goes back to the hype, but I, well, I'll talk, I'll talk to that. But the ABV is part. huge. I mean, I, I think that this is a good sweet spot they have with the 40 AB in this one right here. Um, sure, we'd love to have a higher ABV. <clears throat> I have no idea what that whiskey. Well, would. I think their I market, think their market is to be approachable for, yeah, the vast majority of people. And let's let's face it, like you, uh, Scotch Scotch fanatics. Like boost that ABV up, yeah. like we want to see it. You know right, what I mean? Right, I'll right. take care of getting it to where it needs to be. But you know, for the vast majority of people, you know, forty ABV with with a little bit of ice or a little bit of water, like that's that's where they want it at. You know, and as as much as we're like, it's it's only forty. Like, why are you going to put water and ice on it? Like, let's calm down. You know, you a lot know? of people like to put a big, but that's you know, ball on that I, I can ice. tell you right now that's happening. Oh, it's happening. So, not here. No, not this bar. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't think. Don't get confused here. Yeah, well, I'm trying to figure out if Andrew can, you know, so maybe make that comment. stronger back there while we're while we're sitting. You want me to cold finger it? <laughs> you want to get this one? I, I would that love you bad. to. I just don't want to drink well, it. So, so this is everyone. Everyone commented. I think I I can think of about 20 scotches in the $200 price range that have higher ABV. NCF with age statements that offer complexity, depth, and long finishes, and it goes on for more things. But yep. absolutely true. Yeah, sure. just, yeah no, no one's going to argue that. No, yep. that's, nope. that's a valid I, so, point. You know, Mark, I hadn't, hadn't really thought about your perspective in that this has been set decades ago. Scotch industry has built up around it. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, yeah, it's and, changed. And they, they have they've offered more sherry bombs. They're offering more cast strengths. Mm -hmm. You know, even ten years ago, did they have a bunch of cast strength whiskeys? Maybe not as much as you have now, but right. I mean, so so the Scotch industry has changed. This has not. This right. this was the premium whiskey when it was first envisioned. I I think that they're yes. to me the blue label for for Johnny Walker is almost falling into a mid tier category for them. Yeah, well, because those, oh, they want to stay at that premium. You know what I mean? Oh, they, yeah. they they have a name and a reputation to uphold. So I think that's why they kind of came out with the ghost and rare versions, and you know, so you've got that like ultra premium. Like this yeah. is this is premium, but if you want really premium, yeah. you know what I mean. And so they're capitalizing on the blue label because yep. they didn't give it a different color, they didn't give it a different name. Right. They kept the blue, but it's like blue extra. You right. know what I mean? This is better than blue. <laughs> and and they've done some some you know. Macallan tricks, uh, like Hoagie pointed out. You know they do have a a, a King George the Fifth, which is blue label at forty three percent, put in a very very high end decanter. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's Dalmore's doing like there's yeah. several of those high end producers that that's their that's their shtick, man. Right. Like there there is a market that they're going for, and it is people with serious disposable income and and maybe not the knowledge to go buy a better whiskey at a lesser price you know i mean that's really what it comes down to it's oh, amazing so, i wish i had that problem because i know you guys and you guys would talk me right and then we'd have the disposable income to blow on the goods you see what i'm saying damn so here's another comment What's i'll up? bring up so uh john hey, uh andrus says i enjoy dram of blue now and then when i'm out uh i don't I don't have that in my bar, but I do have green and black. Uh, from what I found out, it is 25-year-old plus scotch. Either way, I like it, and I would probably give it a 3.5. Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, absolutely, right? I mean, there's there's nothing 
technically wrong with it. No. You know, and, and I don't want to beat it up. You know, I mean, it, it has that prestige for a reason. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's some scotches that they're out there, you know, trying to beat over the head. Like, every every week when I listen to Whiskey Cask, they have a White Walker commercial. And yes. every week I'm like, Ugh. How much money are they giving you? Is it enough? I don't know if it's enough. But, you know, I mean, if you want to put a Johnny Walker Blue commercial on our show, knock yourself out. I'm, you know, I'm not embarrassed by that. No. It's, there's nothing no. wrong with that bottle. But a Johnny you know, Walker Walker? Probably not going to let that slide. I don't know. How big is the check? Well, <laughs> so, it's got to be big. Let's be fair. Because they run two or three of those a week. You know, before we wrap up Blue Label discussion, though, one of the points, and this might lead into Dr. Scotch's discussion. I'm not sure exactly what he's talking about. But one of the things I've always found amazing is that they can make a Johnny Walker Blue blend consistently for as many years as they have. How many different Scotches are going into this? Yeah, lots. I mean... 20, 25, 30, 4. I don't know how many different scotches they're putting, single malts they're putting into this blend to make Johnny Walker Blue Label. How are they making it consistent over the long haul? Right? That's how those master blenders make their money. So this is, we're talking about a guy who, that his whole sole purpose in life is to know the flavor of Johnny Walker Blue and say it needs a little bit more of cast number three and a tad bit more of cast number 17 over there. That's exactly right. And that guy probably makes the the big bucks. Yep. Probably. I like that, that guy. Probably goes and sweeps up after. I know, right? and, and we like, know the scotch. To, be, to be fair, to be like, fair, that's yeah. every industry. Everybody's like, oh, I bet that job's so glamorous. Probably. Yeah, not. he's not probably sitting not. at a desk doing that. He's, he's giving there, tours. He's sitting there half half drunk at the end <laughs> of the day sweeping because he's been tasting uh, whiskey but, all day. But I, I mean, I don't think that there's anything necessarily wrong with blue. And you know, I mean, if you get a chance to try it, if you've never tried it, I mean, there's. It's worth trying. Like, it's it's a great great dram. It's it's got a reputation for a reason. I, I don't I don't think there's anything that I'm going to take Look, away from it. You know, yeah, I was extremely excited the year that I got it. My wife had bought me a little sampler pack for Christmas. You know, it was under the Christmas tree. I think it had what had black, green, platinum, and blue in it or something like that. And I mean, I just remember I was like, oh, oh and just this little bit about my oh my god, you know, like it's it like 125 mil. Or yeah, something like that. I mean, of course I was well, excited. I was blown away that I had it. And but you know what? It's one of those, especially when you start out on your Scotch journey, because it's one that you know, right? Absolutely. And so when you get to try it, it's like, oh well, I, you know that that's a premium label, right? And wow. and so it automatically comes with a connotation of this is the standard, right? Like I'm gonna measure a lot of stuff way. off of this measuring stick, you know. Is it is it smooth? Is it good? Is it balanced? Right. You know, and you know, I, for good or bad, like they've got the reputation. Yeah, you know. And, so it's interesting though because we just switched to this Amron, which we gave a pretty good rating for, and um, it is not Johnny Walker Blue. It is not as refined. It is not as round. Well, round. really, it is I haven't not, got to it yet. I'm it's really edgier, it's sharper. That. It's just it's not Johnny Blue by any means. Nope. And so I don't know. You know the price difference is, uh, it, of course, Blue is more, but it's not as well done. I mean, I'm just it's really obvious when you when you make that switch from one right. premium whiskey to a, a, a even a different mid grade or low grade whiskey, it's obvious. It is truly obvious. Uh, Linux Cat wants asked a good question in, in comparing blue to other premium blends. Compass box, yeah, right. Like uh, I don't know. I think there's I think there's too much. Um, um, 
I think there's too too much grain in some of the Compass Box blends. Now, granted, Johnny Walker puts grains in theirs as well. Oh, yeah. Pull out that Stranger and Stranger. Tell me what you think. Yeah. That's true. Do we have that somewhere? They do. Yeah. Well, well, well. Might be having a look. Linux Cat, I well, think you just scored it up. Oh, wait. What's I, what's I have something guy? else, oh. so we'll, we'll add this to the fire here in a little bit, but we're not ready for this yet. Okay. But uh, Is, we'll, Are those blends? Well, see, yeah. now I just drank that. Amber, so. Well, that's what I did that for. I want I want you guys' palettes to be coated and do some well, stuff. So, so I'm still right. drinking blue. So you want me to have want, want you to have some of this, and we'll get into that stuff in a little bit. But let's go back to your point about being excited for it. Talking about Linux Cat and a couple of the guys who talked about different bottles. You know, it, it is kind of like um, you know that designer jeans or something like you're looking forward to getting. Bad analogy, but my point is something you hype, something you're like, oh, wow, what is this? This is really cool. And you talk about marketing and hype what's the odyssey right i i have never had a class of that i've seen it in stores but oh yeah right, right. what's what is that the right? johnny walker odyssey. there's yeah. so much yeah. into it i don't want to get too ahead of ourselves but just thinking about certain product i mean i'm not gonna lie the mccallum number six we had it was, it was, it was really good. good it was good compared to all the mccallums we've had i mean oh, the edition series are no some, by far my favorite that mccallum six is up there with it as far as what it did however it's still marketing. Ah, oh, marketing. Great, right? Marketing. Yeah. So, but you I mean, gotta, but you're yeah. not buying some of this stuff because, to your point, you're not buying it because oh, I really love the whiskey in here. Sure, some of that, but you're buying it because me. I have blue. It's it's a standard I have symbol. blue. <laughs> I have Odyssey. Look at me. I'm cool. You know. Well, right. it's like it's like driving a nice car or you know living in a certain neighborhood. Like it's a status yep. symbol. Yeah. Right. You, you don't need a. a you know, Model S or a Porsche, but it's nice to have. But they're fun to drive. <laughs> yeah, you know, all you need is a reliable vehicle. You know, a Ford um, Focus or something. It's a good, reliable vehicle. It gets you where you need to go. Has air conditioning. Has power steering. It's got but airbags. But it's no it's Johnny Walker Blue. That's correct. <laughs> but it gets you where you need to go. So it's all about what do you want. So when you when you get above, you know, essentially when you get above bottom shelf whiskey, if you're only drinking it to get drunk, well, then you can use the bottom shelf. But you want, you buy certain brands, certain bottlings because you mm. like the flavor, because you want to try them, because it's a it's an experience. And that's that's what you pay for. So if you want to have experience of a $4,000 bottle of whiskey, you buy the Macallan number six. I mean, if you want a $200 bottle of whiskey that you that is not too offensive, you get a Johnny Walker Blue. Or you can get some really amazing cast strength whiskeys or a, or a Pappy 23. That's... Pure status. Mm-hmm. That's pure status. Exactly. It's not, you're not paying for the whiskey in the bottle. Oh, yeah. And I've had some pappies. I'm like, yeah. what? Really? Exactly. That's nuts. <laughs> so, some interesting point, too, and I was just thinking here, and this might be a good topic for another show another night, but, you know, just thinking about Johnny Walker Blue and what it is and smelling this, and I was like, oh, my God, I love this. And you mentioned about being more edgy, et cetera. I, mm-hmm. I can get that. I haven't tasted it yet. But it's... It's completely different. Completely different. Right? And when you think about people talking about scotch, there's a lot of different types of scotch. <laughs> different types of flavor profiles and completely. stuff. So when you say scotch, you may be thinking, well, you are. You're thinking yeah. Isla. You're thinking Smoky. You're <laughs> well, thinking, you you're are. thinking wheel, Wheelhouse, right? You can tell why the drool. He's wiping up. Havelock dog. He's over. Right? I mean, and it kind of goes, I mean, wheelhouse is the nice kind of coin phrase of saying that, right? Mm-hmm. Your wheelhouse, your wheelhouse, my wheelhouse, Everybody. they all mean something in the scotch. Mm-hmm. But going back to Johnny Walker Blue. We have a big wheelhouse. Yeah. Big. <laughs> 
that's what. No, no. The, the front of the bar has a big wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they. That's what they really have to sit in front and cut the cameras off. Hello, anywho, Johnny Walker Blue though I think is probably all the status etc. But it still has probably that average um, when you think of what a scotch truly is, kind of that semi-malty, semi, that, that whole flavor profile of what scotch is, I think it kind of meets in the middle of the sherries and the islas and things like that. Maybe to me, that's what I think yeah, about. It's, I, I see it really as the um, the premium whiskey or the what you consider scotch 20 years ago. Hmm. It's before you get into the, 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 real, grain. the grains. Yeah. Well, mm. I mean, the, the blends at the time were good whiskeys. There's, I mean, we, we did a, a, mm -hmm. a review where we had some whiskeys from, you know, the entry-level whiskeys from Dewar's and Glenfiddich JMB, that were JMB from the late and 70s, early 80s. Bells. And they were meaty. They were tasty. They were great. They were really good. Yeah. Good, good scotch. <laughs> so that, you know, and, and those all were I good can. scotches. But this would, the blue would have been premium to that for sure. Sure. And now the whiskeys have so it's so changed. I don't know. It's hard to hard to say what is scotch anymore. So I guess my point is, it's yeah. just scotch means something different to a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. And so it's a combination of your flavor profile, your experience, and possibly hype or marketing. Yeah. You well, would never think Jenny Walker Blue is bourbon. No. 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 It's scotch. Here's a here's a question. A this would be a question of the times, I guess. So. The tariffs affect single malt scotch. Yes. So do you think if the tariffs stay in place for long enough that we will see a resurgence of blended scotches? Possibly. And that that style may become more prevalent over single malts just simply based on the economics of it? Yes. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. See, I, yeah, somebody mentioned, I think somebody mentioned this on a comment last week, you, or one of you guys did. You go Lagavulin. We'll take a cup I did. <laughs> of, of our bag. It's Lagavulin blended scotch. 60-year-old blended. I yeah. think it'd have to go on for a long, long time and, and go up to that 100% tariff before well, that's something like that. Well, but that's for you. You are a scotch lover, right? Yeah. A scotch the lover. average consumer that's going into a store that's looking at the prices and is like... I don't know. This twelve years kind of kind of expensive. I can get you know this blended scotch for you know a little bit less, and and that's. I mean, I, I'm just saying. I mean, I don't think it's going to affect you know anybody that's watching this channel right, right now. But I think general consumers that are going in, you might see more blended scotches going out the door. Oh, you course. might see a lot of producers over there starting to produce. Blended malts, blended scotches, you know, selling to blenders because that's, you know, how to move your product if you yep. can't get it over to the States. You know, if you're a small distillery and you're you know sitting on hear? a bunch of barrels. Opportunity. That's what I hear. That's the barrels <laughs> of opportunity for this man. I'm going to stop. I mean, what, what, what I'm hearing is one-way ticket to Scotland. Exactly. <laughs> one-way ticket to Scotland. <laughs> Uh, I'm I, I'm, but I, I think it might be something interesting to watch over over the course of this year, especially if the tariffs stay in place to see. I don't, I don't see them staying. But you know, if if I'm somebody like Johnny Walker or Compass Box, I'm like, heck yeah, yeah, especially, baby, you can leave that place as long You know he's going. Oh man, this is time. Long as you want. Time. Well, and 
To me, Compass Box is positioned where Johnny Walker was. Compass Box has that premium mm. appeal. Those guys are what Johnny Walker used to be. Right. Yep. They're, they're the new thing. Right. They're they're hip. They're doing new and different things all the time. They they've got trendy marketing. Right. You know, they're they're doing new and different things yeah. and experimenting with stuff and pushing the boundary. Johnny Walker isn't quite yep. isn't quite that. So. Okay. Yeah, so that's a good point, Eric. I mean, you, you were we Honestly, when you think about all of these different cocktails and, and, and some of those lower-ended blended scotches that that aren't we're not even drinking, you know, they're getting mixed. That's I mean, true. There, there's a there's a whole I mean, underbelly yeah, to this industry that we just don't happen that we're we're just touching the surface. Yeah, we don't we don't really, dive into because yeah. we're above at a different level here of drinking yep. this instead of you know that. It, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's make interesting. You a cocktail? Huh? You want me to make you a cocktail? No, man. I'm good with this single <laughs> malt, dude. I like that. What's going on with Dr. Scott this week? Do you know? Yep. I think he's got some topics to talk through. What kind of lines up? Really? Yep. Something to do Let's with talk to Dr. Scott. Scott. in the shock. Oh. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Oh. That was nice. That was nice. Dr. Scott here. I'm not a doctor, but I play one on YouTube. That's right. <laughs> what do you got to talk to about? So, do you I like know, blends, by the way? You know, blend, blends have their place. And I heard you talking about Johnny Blue. Yeah. You know, they've been making Johnny Blue for... You heard us talking about it. Dig. Yeah, I was watching, done, I was watching uh, the live So you creeped me out now, Doc. Okay. <laughs> watching the, the live YouTube. Feed. A little bit of a stalker. Yeah. <laughs> so they've been making Johnny Walker Blue for decades. And Long time. Some people would say hey, it's the same as it always been. Some people will say it's not. So the question that people ask is how do you do that? How do you how do you get a consistent whiskey when you're making thousands, millions of liters of whiskey a year? And that is where science comes in. Good but nose. the science is really the good nose. Exactly. The good nose in the palate. So um, these these whiskey makers, Diageo, brings in thousands of barrels. And every one of those barrels is tasted by somebody. And so there's this hierarchy of people, of tasters. Like I will, you know, what, what, they, what they have to do is I've got a thousand barrels from Coal Island and I'm going to taste them and they, somebody will taste each barrel and make notes and say, this is kind of what, what you get from this barrel. And then somebody will take those barrels and will put together the flavor profile for Jenny Walker Blue. And so you'll have to take these, all these old barrels and uh, based on their experience, what Johnny Walker Blue is supposed to taste like, they will say, we need a vat of how many thousand bottles? We're gonna make, we're gonna put up, put together one batch of Johnny Walker Blue, and I will need a total of say 300 barrels. And then they will pick those barrels based on what the, what the tasting, notes, uh, tasting notes are, bring them together, get samples of the barrels they think they're gonna use, and then, and then blend them and do a taste. Or they'll, they'll taste each barrel then individually, and then, um, Put together what they like and they'll know that i need so much of this whiskey so much of that whiskey because typically that is our blend but that you know so they may say i need five percent koala and three percent whatever um, other distillery but then they have to refine it because they will put that together in that quantity and say yeah that's not right there's too much of this there's too little of that how the could it even profile. be close to being right you would well think i mean seriously the reason is the way you do that is you have a reference standard so you've got like a barrel or whatever, a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue from 10 years ago. 
It okay. just sounds like a ton of moving parts. It so is. There's so it much is. that can go yeah. wrong here, man. We well, saw that that uh, that one right. Why? And and quite honestly, for for these big blends like this, they you know That's all of their mean. distilleries are very clear. They've been told, I need this mash bill. I need it aged in this part of your uh, warehouse all the time. That's crazy. And these well, barrels are what we know that when you age that whiskey in this location, this is what it's going to taste like. So they can get probably 95, 99% of the way there just by saying, I need four barrels of that from that location, 10 barrels of that from that location. We'll put it into a pot, and that's probably going to be really good. And then they'll say, ooh, no, it needs a little more. I need... I need a forty-year-old koala to, See, to bring craziness. to bring this in. Well, so there, you're saying there's a basic recipe there's that they be a build off recipe. of, yes. but somebody has the intelligence, knows whatever, to say, I need something to bring it down or age it more. Give me that forty or whatever. Yes. So so they they can tweak it, but there's got there's a standard recipe for all of these. And so, big bigger question when when you kind of go through that process. Is it safe to say that even though you're bringing all these different ones together, different whiskeys together, it's different every time, no matter what you do? It's going to be a little different you, I, because you've got different grains. You've got different uh, the, each, you know, the, the, you may use the same strain every every year, but the weather was better last year. So we got a little more protein. Uh, okay. But I don't think that it's, I mean, it's like any commercial food product, right? Yes. I mean, so if you're, if you're buying a, a can of like diced tomatoes, exactly. right? It's exactly right. It's coming out of the field. I mean, tomatoes are <laughs> not always the same, right? True. But it's an industrial facility, and so they've got a level of ripeness that they're going for. Yep. They've got basic standards that they're trying to hit, and they're utilizing those tomatoes for diced tomatoes that meet a certain criteria. Yep. And it's the same with the scotch. You know, it hits these you know, check marks or whatever. And so it is an, a candidate yeah. to go into blue exactly. at that right. point. And so then they they probably, That's they perfect. have somebody come back through that makes final decisions like, yeah, this is acceptable. It hits all the parameters. Go ahead mm -hmm. and put it in the vat. And then they get it to a certain point and they say, okay, you know, we're 95% there. And, and, you know, it's like a chef making a sauce, you know. I can make two sauces the same, you know, on different days and I can make them taste the same if you need me to. Yeah. You know, but I'm going to have to have a reference. I'm going to have to go back and taste the old sauce to, bring to be able in. to get it to Perfect. where the new sauce so, is. So two, two comments. Okay. So everyone is asking, that's why they vat them, right? That's exactly right. Okay. Yep. So, so you, they, they may create a vat of Jenny Walker Blue, and they may bottle 25% of that, and then they keep the rest sitting in a stainless container so it doesn't change, it doesn't age, it's the same whiskey. <clears throat> They'll bottle up you know, 50 pallets of it and then let it sit and just let it until they need more of it. And, but they, they've created that batch. And so I it's see. all going to taste the same. But so, if you try it, you know, if you try a batch five years from now, I'm sure there's correct. going to be subtle variations that creep be. in. But so yes. Xavier, this is the, he, this comment is what I was going to ask anyway, but uh, he says that they might have a computer doing the blend. Are you telling me that today's day, it's 2020. I, I they don't have a freaking probe they no. can stick down into it and go, doo -doo 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 -doo. right, Not, wrong. I mean, come on, man. There, there is some software. There is a chip that can do certain tasting, and there's potential, but 
I would be surprised. I, I have listened to interviews from people that are like, you know, this is this is how it's done. They roll these barrels, you know, they roll these trucks in, and the barrels are all lined up, and they just like Andrew said, they go down the line, they make tasting notes of every single barrel. That's not Andrew. You know, Doctor Scotch. Yeah, but yeah. you know what yeah. I mean. Like you just yeah. go down the line and you you make you make tasting notes. You know, I know, but I'm just saying that and it's, te- technology is changing yeah. so fast and everything. I mean, hell, your car but, drives us to lunch, right? <laughs> but, but here's the thing. They, there really isn't a technology that can replace taste, buds? taste and palate yeah. and, and experience. And all that, yeah. You know, you're talking about a master blender coming down the line and seeing 100 barrels and tasting through. You know, you've got somebody that's an apprentice that's tasting through, right? Yep. And so they're going, okay, well, these 30 probably hit the criteria. And then the master blender is coming down the line and saying, okay, these 12. Yep. These 12 are okay to go. So what you're The rest s- of the stuff is going to go into X, Y, and Z. Yeah, Johnny Blue or Johnny Black or Red. So or- what you're saying there, that, and to your point, because I was thinking the same thing, it's got to be some kind of calculation or some kind of chemistry for some of this. But what it really boils down to is they haven't figured out a way to computerize your nose, your taste buds yet to the point. They're working on Not quite yet. Well, and I mean, Skynet's on the way. I I can tell you, it's pretty complicated. I mean, (laughs) when I'm I'm tasting a sauce, you know, I'm tasting the sauce, but I'm also tasting, and I understand what I'm trying to go for. And so there are key markers that I'm looking for when I'm tasting things. There are things that I'm trying to figure out. And so if I'm, if I taste the sauce and I'm like, okay, Comparing it to that one, I need to add, you know, it, it needs a little bit more pepper and paprika and cumin, sure. right? And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to put those things in. And I'm also thinking about how much do I need? How is this going to play out as I put this in? Should I put this in earlier? Right. Because, you know, uh, maybe it's, ro- you know, for, brown, for yeah. a sauce, a lot of the time, you know, you're putting in your seasonings before you even get started. So when I'm making a soup or making a sauce, the seasoning goes in first. If you're putting it in last, you've... You've already you it. screwed yourself, right? Yeah. It's not going to work out right. Um, you know. So, <laughs> yes, right? Um, but I'm sure it's the same way with, with the vatting. You know, they're probably like, you know what? We, we messed up. We need a little bit more coal island or something. And so let it sit in the vat because it's going to have to sit for a while right. because I didn't put it in when I should have. So, uh, so a question I'm messing up. I was going to ask you about, so you're, you're I, and this is kind of a weird analogy, but it's the same idea, right? As far as recipes, sure. you're, mixing, you're making a recipe regardless. Yep. So you're making something, a soup, whatever, and you screwed up and you thought you needed extra oregano, whatever, or maybe a bigger substance. My point is, is you messed up and you're like, okay, well, okay, what you need to do is you need to add more product again to kind of reset it in a sense. Is it the same kind of thing well, in whiskey or is, am I off base the, as the, far as... The problem that you run into, so like, let's say you, you forgot to add the oregano to your soup right? And you were supposed to put in however much, I don't know how much you're making. Like if you're making 10 gallons, maybe you needed a cup of oregano and you totally spaced it and didn't put the oregano in. Right. So what happens is if you, if you put that spice in early, it permeates all of those base ingredients. And so as you add more and more stuff, it it spreads throughout the soup. And so you don't have to add quite as much. If you get to the end, what happens is to get the same flavor profile, I've got to dump a bunch in. Like maybe I've got to put three cups in Gee, to get there, right? Christmas. But the problem you run into is that it tastes great right now. And but when it permeates, but, all but two like... days or three days go by and you're like, why <laughs> does my soup taste just like oregano? Like what is going on here, right? And so yeah. for scotch, especially for blended scotch, <laughs> I would think it would be a little <laughs> bit more. Um, 
you know, that master blender's tasting it and going, okay, we need Colila. I'm going to come back in two days and taste it. I'm going to make sure that it, it's permeated the batch, that everything has had time yeah. to come to an equilibrium, and then I can taste it and see where I'm at. And so I'm sure that there's a process. I mean, I'm yeah. sure it takes a little bit of time, you know, because you're going to start with a base recipe and you're going to get 95% of the way there. You know, we need two barrels of this at these yeah, levels, we need five barrels of that, whatever it is. And so you're going to dump all this stuff together. You're going to see how it comes out. You're going to add your, your stuff at the end to like season it, you know, a little salt and a little pepper to bring in the final, you know, taste profile. And you're going to just have to come back a couple of days later and taste it and see if it's yeah, hit the mark. I don't know how much, you know, there, there are, hey. um, what's up, Scott? There are some certain places that say that they need to, um, let it, they let it marry for a certain amount of time before they bottle it. I'm, I'm a little skeptical about that because it's not like you're cooking it. It's not like you're adding heat to it and you're breaking down compounds. You're putting it all together at the same temperature. It, it's just, sure. You just got to mix it well. Yeah, and but if that, you add so, too much koala, or koala, I mean, how do you come back? I, well, that? that's what you you have to, that's a question. If you have something that has too, potency, too high potency of flavor, you got to add everything else up. The balance. So it, you right. go from whatever so, store volume to a bigger volume. Yeah. Eric's, Eric Waite said that he had heard uh, an interview where someone interviewed uh, Charles McLean who used the term drift. That there is a drift in the profile of blended whiskey over time. Of course. That makes sense. Sure, I'll agree. I'm, I'm glad they came up with a nice I, friendly term to it other than saying, yeah, the blend changes. <laughs> well, I mean, because even, even if you use... so, I, Yeah, we had a... Depends on who you talk to. You may or may not have a reference standard. So you may not have this this bottle that you use to taste it against every time, but even in you know pharmaceutical applications per se, you have to create a new reference standard, and so every that so new often. reference standard can be a little different than that first reference sure, standard. Sure, sure. So, so yes, there's it your will drift. drift. But there's your but drift. it could also, I mean, you're talking about drifting one way. It could also drift back the other way. Correct. So yeah. now you've got a parameter. You know, there, mm -hmm. there's guardrails up. Yeah, it goes up and down. Interesting discussion. Thank you, Doctor Scotch. You're welcome. Thanks, Doctor Scotch. All right. All right. We're chatty tonight. We are wowza, wowza, <laughs> Can we go long? Can we go long tonight? We can go a little long. That's I, fine. I feel good about that. All right. I'm getting Look, rid of the amaranth. Someone been, already called us out for drinking, not drinking scotch on Scotch for Dummies. I've been waiting correct. for... Uh, we're so dumb, we don't no, even no, know no. if it's scotch or not. I wanted a palate cleansing, and that's what we just did. All right. So, speaking of that, let's okay. add some water. And so, tonight's discussion. Tonight's discussion. You want some of that? Can't wait to hear it. So what's what is tonight's discussion? <laughs> marketing. How much are you, how much of price is marketing, right? And we talked about Johnny Walker Blue. We talked about a bunch of different things. Ghost Nowhere, Odysseys. I mean, you, you mentioned Dalmore earlier. I'm like, yep. damn right. That's a that's another one up Was there. That, that's some of the compass boxes. That Constellation series. <laughs> that's not yeah. just that's, that, that's not just so, marketing. <laughs> this one this one will be a little cheat. Um, you guys start talking about it. I'm, I'm going to pour something up while you guys are talking, but uh, right, we're going to do a little right. something, something. Right. Uh, to me, I mean, I, I forget who, who mentioned it earlier, but yeah, if, if you think that the cost of the marketing isn't rolled into your bottle, you're crazy. Yes. Um, it absolutely is. It has to be, you know, it is a price that the company is incurring, um, to, to sell their product and they are passing on the price of that to the consumer. They have to. It all comes from the bottom line. It's all down, down no. the bottom line. I mean, that's it's not just scotch. It's any product. You know, right. you're trying to sell anything. Sure. And, and I'm not upset with them about it, per se. You know, I mean, it kind of is what it is. Now, 
the only time that I am upset with them is when the marketing I feel like exceeds the value of the product that you're giving me. So if you're paying for like super expensive commercials and you're, you're paying for really expensive packaging, not going to name names, but there's some scotch companies out there that the bottle that it comes in is worth far more than liquid. It That's what gets me. Right. Uh, so, Especially when they don't offer the liquid otherwise. Right. I, look, I can't afford that $2,000 decanter, man. And I, I really don't want it. I don't want it, can't afford it, but I really want the whiskey. So can you can sell I, it to me in a plastic jug? A plastic handle out of CVS. <laughs> like something Andrew would say. McAllen 6 in the plastic jug, right? <laughs> exactly. But, you know, part of I the... Part of the prestige, if you will, of the product is based around, oh, it's in this crystal decanter. And right. It's, it's in this really cool custom-made box. Louis it's Vuitton. Got, you know, I mean, it's got all this cool stuff with it, right? And so it automatically increases the price that people are willing to pay because they're getting all this extra stuff. Sure. Whereas we're like, well, we really just want the scotch. You can keep everything else. <laughs> That's true. Right? And, true. and so, I mean, I, I think that there's, there's two markets at play at that point. There's the market that is looking to buy that thing for a, a status symbol. It's a prestige thing. Like, I spent $4,000 on this bottle of scotch, right? Would you like to taste some like versus, $4,000 Versus the people that are like, I just want to drink the scotch. She wants this bottle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? And and so, I mean, there's two different, two different crowds. And so I think the crowd that is looking for the better scotch are automatically going to the distilleries that are saying, well, I'm not going to buying all that it's just a glass bottle but we got good juice in it right, right. Yep. and and so I, I think that you know those those guys are not spending the money on the marketing they are letting people come to them because they have good product right um, not to say that the other people don't have good product but they're also trying to do all this value add stuff I think yeah do we have do you, have either of you guys found kind of which you know what percentage if they're a publicly traded company, do you know how much of their their bottom line is marketing and Oh yeah, versus... you can look. I buy. I, I don't have the time or wherewithal to go look at that kind of stuff. But yeah, you can. Look at the yeah, uh, You can. Sure. Yeah, sure you can. To do. But I mean, when we talk about marketing, uh, there are some times where I don't I don't mind it if it's showing off the personality or character of that company. Stranger and Stranger, I'm sure, is not cheap for Compass Box. And they could probably shave off 5 or $10 off their bottle if they went with a blank label, you know, they just said yep. Compass Box or something. But you know what? I think it's a part of their character, their personality is, is, is who they are. So I, I'm, I'm cool with that. That doesn't bother yeah. me. That doesn't make me mad. It does make me mad when a scotch, they get into a position with their liquid that they have now, uh, they're upside down on it, right? It's 50 years old, we gotta sell it for this price to break even. And I don't think people are gonna pay that price for it. So what do we do? We start reaching for value adds. Let's grab a Lalique decanter, let's grab this Corian case, let's grab this you know, wood case made from a 500 year old tree, whatever. Uh, and that way we can now ask that price so that we make a little on this juice that we're upside down in because we sat on it for 55 years. Well, yeah. it also plays into the whole game of what people do in life in generally. When you look for, I, I want to be 
the bargain shopper. I want to I want to find the sale. I want to find the thing, and that's what a lot of people are doing. <laughs> is when we're looking for whiskeys or that? scotch. It's just mar the marketing oh. piece of it, like Johnny Scott, Walker. Uh, Scott uh, Scott wants us to send him a bottle of that. So yeah. no, I'm not. We're not drinking this. God, no, we're not drinking this. But my point White, is, White, White Walker <laughs> marketing at its best right here. For example, this is Jane, but this well, is not. I mean, White Walker. And I think that's a good example of. You know that's an inexpensive bottle. It, yeah, it and is. That's market. This is marketing for good. Sure. Because a percentage of the of the income from it goes to a cause. This is marketing horribly done. <laughs> well, I mean, you're basically selling the the, the the idea of Game of Thrones and right. really shitty whiskey. Um, but uh, my, my, my point was. <laughs> well, that's the Johnny Walker Blue. My point Johnny was, Walker, so, Walker. as as this doesn't matter what whiskey or rum or anything. You, you know, you're going to get to your point. You were talking about buying. The, the upper echelon of, of whiskeys and decanters, right. etc. There's a point you get to where producers say, like, you know what? There's a, above and beyond. People are going to buy the product plus, etc. But most people, I think, are looking for something with the best bargain. Like, what what can I find? What gives me that? What is that um, Wolfburn? Yeah, that's a good Scott. No one knows about that one. Yeah, it's a good one, and it's worth my money for fifty bucks versus. The three hundred dollar bottle. I mean, that's people are looking for that. They're targeting like I want to find that hidden gem. Good whiskey at an affordable price. Everybody, well, not everybody. A lot yeah. of people want that. Yeah. Well, I, I also think versus, that, but you know what? How many bottles of that did they sell? A shitload. So pallets, pallets. honestly, the market where they struck out here. This is the the walking man. Only you know he's obviously Johnny, a white yeah, walker. So we're looking it at the, should be him kind of looking over his shoulder, holding a bottle. In front of no, it, it should be like him with a knife it. going, <laughs> oh, like, holding it down below his waist. Like yeah, he's looking it. over his shoulder. Now, I'm gonna, <laughs> like that, exactly. The, uh, the problem with the white walker was that it is bad whiskey. <laughs> no, Scott. Exactly. Right? So, oh, look you know, you talked about, you know, a shot. The, uh, I'll can, you hey, can we wait, refund wait, 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 that? Can wait, we wait a minute. <laughs> if you want us to drink this, you're, it's going to cost you more than $10, Scott. Can we yeah, refund More it. than $10. I, I, no. I'll leave it out there no. in case it entices you. I would you, prefer to refund that money to him. <laughs> you're getting refunded him. at $10. <laughs> uh, here, here. But, it's got to be this a good, is, good super chat for that. This is the case where, you know, you were talking about being upside down on the juice. It's upside down on the juice. Yeah, right? You know, you've juice. got, you've got, <laughs> that is the smallest shot I've ever seen. <laughs> you son of a, I'm, you got, you I'm trying to man up here. He's calling me out for you. He's not even willing to do I, this. That's fine. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> I'm not going to drink it. All right. So, so for, for our podcast listeners. Oh! Ah, I didn't want to drink it either. That is uh, So that's karma? There you go. That's karma, Live. Scott. You did that oh. to me. Well, that's what it deserved right there. So, At least I didn't have to drink it. <laughs> no drinking. We had it poured, obviously. Oh, that makes me... That was. Uh, so, shit, that was a Scotch Test Dummies glass. The oh. last one. I'm kidding. It wasn't. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> just but I said it. All right. It's cold-blooded. It's cold-blooded. Let's, let's reset. Okay, what do we got back here? Yeah, the, the, the wheels are already already off here. So, so here's what I've got. So you talked about marketing and That's buying bad. for stuff. Everybody's laughing. Um, <laughs> this is this is. There's no marketing here whatsoever. There, these are all blends. Um, no marketing there at all. No marketing whatsoever. I mean, except for the coins. This is turning to see. This is gosh, test dummies. Oh, the I'm sorry. So it doesn't mean that. So the there's marketing. Have, the companies haven't. You're not marketing. It. I'm not marketing it. I don't There's know nothing. What they are. You're tasting the juice. 
Yep. Oh crap! There's <laughs> super chats coming in. We can't. The, the glass oh. is gone. We have well, no more. We, we people stop. You, get, you guys know how much we hate the White Walker. Don't do this. To no, us. Now, now you have to because of the party fell. <laughs> Where's uh, a bottle? I'll have it. God dang it! What, do we have a, a breakproof glass? Do we have a plastic glass from Mark? Is shattered like the night. Drink from the himself. bottle. No. Drink from the bottle. <laughs> I bet it's awful. Pass it around. Oh. Thank you for our super chats. You guys are. This is not going to become a tradition. Don't even think awful. about it. Oh gosh. What if that accidentally Pass fell, fell in the sink? That's not good. <laughs> It's not good. It's not good at all. It's gotten better with oxidation, I can tell you that. <laughs> it's still it's not great, gun. man. It is. It's nail polish. All right, so what are we doing here? So What do I have to guess? This is great right before you follow up with white water. Actually, this is a good palate cleanser, I guess. Yeah, it is. It's like turpentine. I think it's been corked. Oh, no. man. That's so bad. I think they corked that bottle even though it's got screwed <laughs> it's top. It's got screwed top. It's been corked. All right, guys. Why, why do I feel so, like I got the run? There's no right or wrong answer. I'm just curious to say... I want you guys, I don't care about wow. figuring out what it is. Okay. Just tell me what you think is the best in order. All right. That's simple. Easy enough. Can I, yeah, I'm going to start with... Uh... Hey, hey, Scott, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Scott. Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for starting that. Yeah, I need those. I do now appreciate I clean a bunch of glass I will not pull that bottle glass. out again. There's a big piece on your chair. <laughs> I don't even know how it landed there. Damn it, oh, Eric. Wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's on Drew. All right. Oh, getting good I'll do apples and stuff on this one. Damn it! Okay, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I can't do another one because I'm in this tasting. Mm. Drew's gonna have to do four then. All right. <laughs> Did you do this one yet? I'll do another one. Wow. All right. I'll start this one and go that way. Mm. You know. <laughs> That's so bad. It's not great. <laughs> That's nice. Was this the one that you tasted first? Stupid super chats. <laughs> I'm not tasting any of them yet. I like that. And that's, that's a nice balance. Make do. sure you don't mix up the, the toppers. Yep. I, know, I know what they are based on that. Good way of getting rid of that bottle, Andrew. Yeah, you're right. You're basically paying for a situation. Why, 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 didn't, you, why didn't you drop that bottle rather than your glass? Hmm. So we got. Wait, give I me some ideas. Name, yeah. I know some nosings. Which ones? So, we'll, so podcast guys, we basically have three glasses here. I've poured three different blends. Um, Johnny Walker Blue is obviously one the of these. So, okay. um, uh, basically, the guys are going through each one of them right now. They're nosing them, and then they're going to taste them, and then they're going to go each one. Um, we'll, we'll call. So we had three different ones. Aqua Vitae will be number one. Scotch Test Dummies will be number two. And Trini and C will be number three. So when you guys talk about them, please reference it as. So the Trini and C glass, I think is, I think it's a blend. They're, They're all, all blends. three blends. You're great. Well, You're right. There's a lot of grain in that one. Not as, not as fun to that one. The uh, Aquavite glass, I, I think is probably the, I, I'm going to say it's the smoothest of the three. I think the. Scotch for Dummies glass has a little bit more test flavor. Dummies. Scotch test dummies. Yeah. Uh, it's got a little bit more flavor it's bright, to it. It's, floral, it's, it's bright. It's bright. It's got. Uh, it's definitely got a little more single malt characteristics to it. Okay. Um, What'd you say about this one again? I missed it. That one is probably the smoothest. The aqua vitae. Yeah. Uh, it's it's got a nice, well balanced. That tastes really nice. Um, but it doesn't have a lot of 
things going on. You know what I mean? It's just, just got a basic, nice malt character. It's really easy drinking. Okay. Um, the, the Test Dummies one, has, it does it. It's got apple and, and bright fruits, and it's really, it's a, it, it tastes, it's light. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, yeah, nice yeah, there's more depth. There's more depth to the Aquavita glass. On the I am. Um, <laughs> yeah. Darker, heavier. Mm-hmm. It's got more body to it. All right. More so. Wood. Mm. So, Mark, you're drinking the Trinity Sea. Yes. Aquavita this glass. one. This one's got the funkiest nose to me. It's got a nice spice note to it that the other two don't have. Really? It's easier on the front palate, but the the mid and back palate and the finish are a little bit longer, a little bit more full-bodied, I think, than the other two. Really? Hmm. Try it again. For real. That, that Akabito one has more Ooh. body to it. No, I... I... I think that one's nose was much was much stronger than its palate. Which one is this one? The Trinity and okay. C. So, so if, I, if I'm if I'm calling out what it is, I honestly think one. that's the that's uh, that Stranger and Stranger. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but I think the Trinity and C is um, it's light. It lit, you get linen, um, cotton, you know, cotton and linen flavors on it. It's, I, yeah, it's not particularly. So do I? Am I? Are we just ranking them ranking in order? order? Yep. So this Andrew would go with Aquavite, then the eh, probably for my for my palate, Aquavite, the Test Dummies, and the Trinian Sea. So those would be the, my when order they're lined up right now. Yep. Okay. I, I think even though the the um, the Test Dummies one, I like the the freshness of that one. But yeah. Where you guys, Sean? I'm gonna go. It's tough. Because they're, they're just kind of similar. They're they similar, but they're just like a little bit different profile. Mm -hmm. None of them are bad. No. So it's kind of a <laughs> splitting hairs situation. True. I'm no. gonna go. I'm gonna go test dummies. Um, Vite training tea. Yep. That's me. All right. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. So you're Vite Trini. One, two, three. Yep. You're test dummies first. I'm with Mark. Yeah. Oh, man, KB's playing. Oh, though. KB's playing, though. Oh, no. We're not killing that bottle of White Walker, you guys. That That's not happening. <laughs> All right, KB, what do you want us to drink? All right, Name so it. the, um, yeah, so what do you want right, so got a busted You glass. said Aquavite, Test Dummies, Trinity and C. Yeah. You said Scotch Test Dummies, Aquavite. So this is in third place Trinity. for all of us. So, yeah. okay. Yep. Well, what, you two? What, what are you? I'm not ranking. But, oh, okay. there. but it's splitting there. hairs. I mean, they're, they're all... So, so let me ask, let me ask this question. Uh, uh, just on the nose, I think this one might, I, I might rank them a little. This one's nose definitely stands out to me as being a little bit more funky. There's something else going on in the nose here. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. the palate doesn't come through for me. I hope you're all watching this because no. you're really uh -huh. going to like the results of this. Yep. So which one is blue? Oh. No. Yeah. Yes, de definitely not that one. Wait, let me smell that, yeah. He's cheating. I don't know. I cry foul. I like this one better. I don't know if, if blue had that much flavor to it, but. Okay. Okay. So you think Trinity is blue? Yeah. And you both think Aquavite yeah, is blue? Probably, sure. 
Which one is um, the compass box? Trinity I, and C. I honestly can't tell you because it's been so long since no, I've had I, it that yeah, I, I don't remember. I say Trinity and C is compass box. <clears throat> so here, here's here's the deal. Stranger and Stranger. Yep. Test dummies. Okay. Okay. I feel good about that. Yep. Okay. I'm going to put this up here. Betty Walker Blue. Yep. Trinity and C. No oh shit. my gosh, it's crazy. This one? God, that's horrible. It's gotta be like. Really? Oh, oh my god. So, Alright, so, so I knew that one was. So, in so there. for those of the podcast, Aquavite huh? is the Johnny Walker Gold Centenary Blend. That's the 18 centenary blind. That's the old 18. The uh, Trinian's or the Scotch Test Dummies glass was a Stranger and Stranger from Compass Box. And the Trinian Seek bottle was Jenny Walker Blue. That is so very So the blue landed in last place for by all, all of us. For all you guys. Brian, how come Wow, you? that is really interesting. I feel good about picking Compass Box. Did you pick my box? Yeah. I know I, I feel good about the centenary blend. This Even is, though you threw the disclaimer out there, I don't know, I haven't had it in a long time. You were backing away from the ledge. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> touchy. No, 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 no. touch and go. <laughs> I, I couldn't pick out one because I I don't remember the last time I tasted that. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, but I'm not going to guess about that's it because I didn't though. know. I didn't want you guys to guess based on what you had. I want you to base, no. guess on what you like best. No. And so this takes, so going back to our topic, this takes completely marketing off the topic. This is just whiskey, all whiskey. And this is what Alcovite really does in his own wine tastings. It's not about the what you. It's not about anything else. It's about the whiskey, right? Yep. And so in this situation here, all three of these are fabulous. Yeah, they're very good. All three so, of them were good. So let's talk about... I was worried that there was going to be like a dimple pinch in there. And I was going to feel like an ass. <laughs> so let's talk about pricing here for a I'm second. I'll need some help. Yep. Johnny Walker Blue, let's just say 200 bucks. Two, two, yeah. two, Plus or minus? It really is retail 249 So This is 250 All right, so it's a 250 250 Stranger, stranger, I paid two forty for it. Yep. Did you? Yeah, yep. you can get you can get a you can get it cheaper than that. I just happened to get it at a particular liquor store yeah. that I felt like I'm we needed to right buy now. something. Right. This you can't find it. Discontinued. Discontinued. Um, I do know of a bottle right now. If you guys want one, um, but this is probably I think I, it's I can get it for eighty bucks, which I'm not. I need probably to go buy it. Um, eighty bucks. Eighty bucks. But normally he's not going to tell you where it's at. I got a couple already. <laughs> I, I got two already. I'm, 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 I'm going to go buy it. I think I got my but stash. But this is a. I think you could probably normally find it for about 120, 130 right now. Discontinued, but it's, it's a damn good bottle. That's a good bottle. That is That's amazing. Really I, I, my eyes were open. I did not think that Johnny Walker Blue was going to be that pale compared to these. Well, there you go. I could I could have brought in single malts and other things, but I want to keep them all something similar. All this blended. is a good suggestion on who suggested that. That was good. I, yep. I feel pretty good about the whole deal, to yep. be honest. It, it's interesting, right? Yeah. Man, that gold's good. It, it is. is, right? It has a little mustiness to yeah, it. Like keep in mind, yeah, I mean, those are all Walker. good whiskeys. None of them were bad whiskeys. I mean, we're you're, we're splitting hairs here, guys. We're, we're, yeah. you're, no, we're, no, 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 no. I, I don't feel bad about drinking any of them. No, no, no. no. So, yeah. so the Johnny Walker Gold Centenary Blend, though, it's not the Johnny Walker Gold that you can typically find around now. What, is, what do they have out now? What's it's, it it's okay. There's, it's they've got Johnny Walker Gold Reserve, Reserve, and then they have Johnny Walker Gold Ultimate Gold, which is the new 18 replacing the Platinum, which is still on the shelf. So let's just confuse. Let's pull a Highland Park. <laughs> 
We should have talked about them in our. All home. right, we should have. <laughs> hey, um, that's a whole episode right there. Brian, I do believe that we were told to be put on hold because we were going to cross paths with you and your husband to get you that uh, sample of gold. Okay. So, you know what to pour. Talk to Sunday evening sketch. He said something about a uh, a zebra hunt, if I'm not mistaken. Where'd that come from? The back of the bar. Man, that one's full. <laughs> We're not supposed to announce it. This, this is what... That's my glass. Somebody wants to drink up. I appreciate you. So interesting, guys. Thanks for playing with me on that one. I thought that... I was thinking about the way over here. I'm like, you know what? It'd be kind of cool to talk about the topic. That's that's a fun... Uh, and the, the cool thing I is... I like the blinds. Those are both Johnny Walkers, so they're... Battling each other? Yeah, that's great. Nice job. Cool. Well done. Hey, well, before we get too far into any more conversation, I want to back up and scroll and say um, thank you to half a dozen people that just got done super chatting us. And we, we appreciate were it. Knee deep in the midst of this breaking glasses and drinking Johnny Walker and, and White Walker. And, and I, this is a mess. And but, we're 12 minutes over. Um, yeah, and we, we are over. But um, I can't even scroll that far. Yeah, so KB, Daniel, Eric Waite. Um, Zach Andrews, Greg Great. Lewis, and I think Scott started us off. <laughs> Scott, Thank you, guys. Scott, we, so we appreciate you. it. Thank well, you I mean, so much, man. I, we don't appreciate drinking the uh, the White no. Walker, but we appreciate you guys tuning in and but making us drink the White, White Walker. I don't think the White Walker is as bad as it used to be. I you know what? It's because you're drinking it from the bottle. No, it's a little better. The acetone's there at all. It's still <laughs> The acetone. That's what I said. <laughs> guys, fun show tonight. Fun show. Great show. Uh, by the way, if you haven't yet, we still have two seats left. We do? Two? I thought it was three. Maybe it's three. Maybe I don't know. Two three. or three. Actually, I have a, a conference call scheduled with him on Sunday. Okay. So I will, uh, I will report Scotland. back to you guys on what's going on. If Scotland you, is quickly Scotland approaching. In June. At this point start. in time, we've got everyone's T-shirt sizes. We're, we're ordering some stuff. We're getting knee-deep in this. It's going. If you know anybody that's interested, now is time because... We're, I'm still working on getting us on that, that radio show. <laughs> there's <laughs> so, a little bit of swag There's, going there's on. actually awesome. quite a bit going on. We've got a podcast we're, we're going to be joining soon. We don't want to announce it yet. Right. We've got a behind-the-scenes stuff going on our Patreons. We've got a, actually quite a few things in store for our Patreons. Yeah. What about so, the, so yeah. two weeks from tonight, we're two doing weeks from a patron-only show. The Thursday Night Live. Uh, the Thursday Night Live is patron-only because we owe them a live show. We owe them a live we show. Do. So what you're seeing right now will be a patron-only show in two weeks. Right. And so and moving forward, one one Thursday night a month will be, it's going to dedicate this to our patrons. Um, maybe close to the same format, maybe not, because we don't have as many patrons. It, it might be a smaller crowd. I think we can do some different things. And um, nice. moving forward, I think definitely on our patron shows or when we're going to we'll continue to do our yep. sample giveaways and stuff of that nature. I mean, we do try to share as much of some of these eclectic scotches that we get our hands on, uh, like, like that one. guy right here. I mean, uh, so th those kinds of activities will take place on the patron show. Sure, yep. sure. And, you know, we may have some guests and, and some other things going on. And if on, you're not so. a patron, five bucks a month. That gets you in the door. Gosh, yep. dang. It's good. Man. It's all right. Glenn going. Put a hank on it. that. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so we, we've got a lot of stuff going on. So, so hey, Lana Lou. I, I didn't even say hi to you when you joined. I just see your name on there. And uh, by the She's way, if you're, if you're listening to the podcast, you're also welcome to go to Scotland with us. So. Absolutely. We'd love to see you there. Scotchdummies.com. Two seats. Three seats, whatever. Yep. It's going to be a blast. Ten distilleries, five days. 
You know, I saw on, Bring your on, spare liver. on Facebook yeah. today on Scotch Addict, someone said, hey, I got a predicament. Going to Scotland, going to have a chance to either go to Deanston or Glen Goyne. Which one do I make? And I both put on there and said, we're going to both. Damn, oh. <laughs> dude. Oh, wait, you can't go. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Spade, you're not allowed to go there, but we'll take you. No, man, I killed my mouth shut. All right, guys. Hey, Thanks cheers, for everyone. Thanks, Thanks for joining us. Appreciate everybody. Appreciate Happy it. Thursday, man. Fun, guys. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Patreon after show coming up on Discord Ooh. right now.